Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. You're on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarice Montero for the workday afternoon. On Health Suites today, we look at the rise in popularity of video consultation and doctor on demand services and introduce you to SpeedDoc next with Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. Joining me on the phone is Dr. Shravan Verma, founder and CEO SpeedDoc. Doctor, welcome, or should I say welcome back to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Clarissa. It's a real pleasure to be here again. You know, thank you for reminding me that I spoke to you a good four years ago. It completely slipped my mind. Uh, no problem at all. And uh, it's uh, great to see how much Things have changed since then. Uh, you certainly have grown in size and in reach. Let's talk about Speed Doc. Uh, I want you to give us an overview. Some of us might not remember what you did four years ago and what you do now. Sure, happy to. We started Speed Doc in Singapore, and while now we're currently serving patients in Singapore and Malaysia. And we predominantly operate on this decentralized healthcare model, enabling anybody to get access to healthcare anywhere. So, of course, we started with, you know, house call doctors, video consultation, home nursing visits. But we also provide uh, preventive care services such as food allergy tests, health screenings, COVID-19 tests. But really, we uh, really, really pride ourselves in delivering this hospital-level care to our patients at home through our virtual hospital program, or what we call H-Ward. And this really allows patients to require frequent medical reviews, round-the-clock nursing, IV therapies, IV drips, IV antibiotics, frequent blood tests, all of these uh, conditions to safely and um, and uh, conveniently recuperate at home. Okay, now, when we spoke to you four years ago in 2018, it was a year in. Maybe you want to tell us, when you founded SpeedDoc, what were your initial aims for it, and how has that shifted in the last few years, particularly in the face of COVID? Yeah, it's very interesting you asked that. So uh, operationally, we only went live in 2018, mm-hmm. and I often talk about this. Our tagline at that time was called bringing hospital to home. And now almost uh, four or five years in, I would say that tagline resonates with us even more, where now we're not just providing the home uh, visiting doctors to just manage your cough, cold, flus, but really managing a lot more complex conditions, things like skin infections, cellulitis, heart failures, pneumonias, and all of these can be safely managed at home with a much more integrated program, including all these different services together. And we're very happy to successfully pilot and launch this virtual hospital program, working with many of the restructured hospitals in Singapore. Okay, now this virtual hospital service that you're talking about, how does it work? So essentially, um, for a certain number of conditions, we come up with the inclusion and exclusion criteria. Patients have a choice. 
they can either be admitted in, in a hospital and be stay there for three or four days while their condition improves and then they get discharged, or we hospitalize them at home. And the same kind of treatment and care that they would get in a hospital is what they also get at home working with us. So we check up on them regularly. We have nurses doing home visits. We They can administer treatment, medications at home. And at the same time, we're monitoring their progress remotely. And once they're better, we can safely, again, discharge and quote uh, them at home. Okay, so if you go back to maybe the, the 80s and 90s, it was home nursing care, private nurses looking after wealthy patients at home. It's kind of taking that model, bringing it into the new millennium and, and throwing in the power of digitalization and doctors on demand, telemedicine and all that. Absolutely. So both the technology and logistics, the improvements made in these two aspects is a key enabler for us to make this happen. And it's only because we have a network of professionals who are geolocalized based on the regions they are, we can dispatch them quickly so that they can attend to patients safely and in a quick manner. Okay, now on this show, we have spoken with public health care providers, hospitals and polyclinics, which now have video consultation, telemedicine, uh, pharmacy services online. And in some instances, the wait can be very, very long. So I'm curious where you slot into this exponential growing demand. Yeah, so really it's undeniable that the whole healthcare system is seeing an unprecedented surge. And uh, these changes in regulations to discourage gathering of close contacts at combined test centers or quick test centers have also brought in a higher demand for these kind of um, uh, virtual or off-site medical services. So one of the key areas where we try to help out is also provide supervised tele-ART bookings. We try to uh, provide testing for people to be done at home instead of them crowding these uh, hospital centers. And in any way or form that we can help and assist for our, uh, patients and users to get medical care without going to a clinic or a hospital, we really, really try to help them there. Okay, let's talk about COVID. Now, COVID did accelerate the growth and reach of quite a few different kinds of businesses. Um, I'm actually wondering, with COVID and that acceleration, did it sort of prove you were right all along when you founded SpeedDoc? <laughs> or, or did you, was it something even you couldn't have imagined? Yeah, honestly, like this is, this model, uh, we really saw the ubiquity and the, the, the utilization for it and the benefits of this model uh, years back. But what we really didn't see is how quickly the adoption to these models would take place. And this was predominantly done by uh, the pandemic. So we've definitely seen an increase across all our suite of services from video consultations to house call doctors to COVID-19 tests, which we feel predominantly happens because of the threat of COVID-19 and people are concerned about exposing themselves to other, to other people who may have the infection. So all, all this, I feel, has really helped in the uptake of such models. But if you really ask me, I feel like this these models are here to stay even after the pandemic. I suppose so. I mean, it makes uh, medical care a lot more convenient. 
Absolutely. And not to mention, uh, it's also a lot more affordable and lower cost than people always going to the hospital for these conditions. Because, of course, that comes with its uh, overhead and the manpower requirements. But when we're managing them at home, we don't need all the setup that usually all the hospitals currently require. Okay, so let's assume that somebody is having your virtual hospital treatment at home. Would there be any concern about the quality of care in hospital versus at home via your service? So uh, first and foremost, the most important thing for us is always patient safety. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do have a very strict inclusion and exclusion criteria. And if any of those um, factors such as, you know, where they're a bit uh, sicker or uh, where they would really, really need prompt intervention... We don't really manage them in this way, at least not yet, Mm -hmm. until uh, the systems and technologies improve even further. But once they are at home, uh, they are managed fairly well. And even when, you know, they may get sick or spike fever or anything, we have clear channels for them to be able to contact us and uh, proper escalation protocols in in place, which allows either our doctor or nurse to go get there on site quickly to be able to best address the need for the patient. (laughs) All right, now you brought it up, and this is a very, very important issue to most Singaporeans, cost. There is a concern about rising medical costs um, now and in the future, but you said services like this, telemedicine, doctors on demand, actually in bring down costs. Could you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when, when you, uh, people usually go to hospitals for these conditions, there's a lot of costs attributed to it. And uh, that's the cost that we really try to save by providing people these quicker access of uh, medical services before they go to the hospital. So oftentimes we can even save them a visit to the hospital and they can get the care they need at home. And it's challenging to cover all the prices for us today because it really depends on the conditions we manage for patients. But the quickest, I would say, like the highest uptake that we do have is for video consultations. And these just start from $20 and mm-hmm. medication delivery is complimentary. And of course, prices of medication vary as it depends on what a patient may require. But our doctors, may, we make sure that our doctors only prescribe what's required to ensure speedy recovery of patients they're attending to. Okay, that sounds good to me. Now, some of your costs uh, are listed on your website. If somebody wants to explore what you do, how much it costs, uh, how quickly they can, do they have to sign on? Is it a subscription? Basically, is it all explained on your website? Yeah, and I would say even better than the website is our mobile app where it all clearly displays based on the services people are booking. Okay, but very quickly, is it a subscription-based service? Uh, no, anybody can download it. Anybody can uh, book a service whenever they want to or need to. That sounds good to me. Now, you know, we are Money FM 89.3. You've been here before. You've been in our studios. So I have to ask, especially since we're having this conversation, almost like a report card. We spoke to you when you were very, very new. Now we're four years down the road. What is the scalability uh, of SpeedDoc and what are your plans for expansion? 
Sure. So we really want to continue building upon this concept of decentralized healthcare in order to extend our reach to patients, not only in Singapore, but really across the globe, uh, one step at a time. And we want to continue working with our medical and corporate partners to really, really push healthcare beyond the walls of brick and mortar hospitals by providing this hospital level care at home. Okay. IPO in your future anytime? Are you thinking it at all? <laughs> we definitely do see the the opportunity and the option for that, uh, maybe like five or six years down the road. Mm-hmm. But right now we're sort of taking it as it comes and just focusing on the tasks right ahead of us. All right. So maybe in maybe we don't have to wait four years to have this conversation again. Sounds great. Yeah. We'll check in on you more you know, I think a little bit more frequently than once in four years from now on. Yeah, it's almost like the Olympics once in four once years. In four but, years. We'll be, <laughs> but we'll be happy to. All righty. We've been speaking with Dr. Shravan Verma, founder and CEO of Speed Doc. Doctor, it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for the time. Thank you for the update. And I look forward to our next conversation. Likewise. Real pleasure, Clarissa, and hope to speak to you again soon. Maybe next time in my studio. Sounds great. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. You're with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.